Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News. How you guys doing out there? Hopefully you guys had a great weekend and are going good this coming week. I know, it's a long week. But anyway, we got a lot of good stories coming with you this way. But before we uh, begin, don't forget to go ahead and subscribe to the video if you're over on YouTube or check us out on Motorcycle Madhouse Radio and go over to our Facebook page. Got a bunch of good stuff going on over on the Facebook page. A lot of tech stuff. A lot of good uh, looking women, if you will. The whole nine yards. But here is what we are going to be talking about today. camera capturing the cars and bikes riding along Longstreet Avenue before firing rounds of shots at the motorcycle club. Police say that there was damage to the exterior of 241 Longstreet Avenue. Today, windows are boarded up, but neighbors are feeling uneasy. Neighbors are ready for the motor club to drive on off this neighborhood and move out. Some calling out placing blame on City Council Member Mark Joni for the sale of this property saying it was his lawyer who represented the selling of it. The councilman telling us in a statement, this was a private transaction that had no reporting requirement to any elected official or the local community board, adding that he expects the group to abide by all quality of life laws and ordinances. A resident who heard those shots says this confirms his concerns about not wanting the club here in the first place. They haven't even really moved in yet. Spring isn't is in here, so they're not on their bikes yet, and yet what happened. So the neighborhood is now is turning into their hell. The NYPD is still investigating just who fired those shots, but say no one was hurt. In the Bronx, where the New Hell's Angels uh, clubhouse was shot up pretty good, as you heard. You know, you really couldn't see anything. You know, they say it's the video, but, you know, up to 14 uh, shots were fired. And the neighborhood is now saying a rival gang could be behind the Throg's neck shooting. And I find it interesting that this has happened right after a couple interviews that the news have done on this. But it is everywhere about what happened and uh, this video was just released and since we've been covering the story wanted to get it out to you uh, let's read uh, neighbors are concerned that a rival gang is behind a shooting that happened in Throg's Neck I know that I've been having some listeners uh, over on YouTube as well as Motorcycle Madhouse say they live in the Bronx and gave me a couple things about what's been going on. Nothing verified, but go ahead and put uh, your thoughts in the comment section if you're in this neighborhood. News 12 reported how the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club recently moved to a residential neighborhood on Thursday, and that was last uh, week or the week before. Uh, it was updated, uh, let's see here, January 3rd, so a couple days ago. Uh, the neighbors told uh, 12 News that they uh, a group drove by just before midnight and fired around 14 rounds at the clubhouse. Shots were fired from a line of passing bikes and cars, and it was all caught on video. So if there's bikes involved, I don't know what other uh, clubs out in uh, the Bronx, but it don't sit too well with them having the 3rd Street crew of the 81 move into their neighborhood. Windows have been boarded up, but neighbors are 
still feeling uneasy. They say they are ready for the club to move out of the neighborhood, and some also place blame on the city council member, Mark, uh, for the sale of the property. And you heard that in uh, the preview video, what was going on. Problem with the neighbors is this was a sale, not a lease. So, you know, unless they're freaking uh, zoned out or something like that, they are not going anywhere. But that is the video on what happened in the Bronx with the Hells Angels. Next story, and this one, I can't believe it's even in the news. Uh, of course, it's the Leos coming out. Five with ties to the Outlaws Motorcycle Club found with guns, meth, and Brockton. I love how they have to bring up a motorcycle club without presenting the proof that they were actually members. Uh, we'll go through this, and you'll see that, you know, again, this is just Leo media going uh at it again. Uh, Brockton, Massachusetts, five people with ties, as it says in uh, the news, with ties to a motorcycle club are facing gun and drug charges after police seized handguns and methamphetamine while the group was in Brockton for a funeral Friday. So what is their ties? Are they a member? Are they a support club? Because you put the club's name in this article to try to sell the thing. So what are their ties? Troopers patrolling the Motel 6 on Westgate Drive at 2 p.m. talked to a Tennessee man they believed to be a member of the Outlaws Motorcycle Club. Okay, you said believed. Was he wearing a patch? What was he doing if you believed? It's not in the story. So that's misleading on uh, Front Street right there and found out he was carrying a handgun without a Massachusetts license, police said. Troopers also allegedly found ammunition, brass knuckles, and crystal meth in his car. Allegedly, okay. <laughs> ammunition, brass knuckles, yeah. For those who... Uh, don't know your CCW laws, you might want to learn, especially in these liberal states. I know Illinois is one of the worst ones with it. Illinois, you got to have their card. You can't use Utah or Florida. You got to have theirs. It's messed up. Uh, troopers allegedly learned another Tennessee club member with a gun was staying at a motel and allegedly saw a 45 uh, caliber pistol on the nightstand. The man allegedly did not have a license to carry in Massachusetts. Sits. Okay, how did they allegedly learn? What is it, uh, you know, an unverified uh, source? Is that what we're saying? Or anonymous source? Is there somebody talking? What? You know, if they found their way back to, you know, the hotel off of the stop, what are we saying? You know what I mean? Uh, that just don't add up. Troopers later saw a Connecticut man arrive at the hotel and discovered he was a club member and carrying a loaded 9mm glass lock with a high capacity magazine without a license again this doesn't mean he didn't have a ccw it just means that he didn't have a massachusetts ccw you know they kind of make it actually impossible in uh like massachusetts freaking new york all that to uh get a license so it's not saying that it was illegal they're just saying he didn't have a license and it looks like uh further reading into this that they were staking out uh, the motel they also allegedly stopped two cars containing uh, 
suspected club members and associates, including a Vermont man carrying a 38 Cobra without a license and an Illinois woman carrying a 40 Cal Smith & Weston and a 9mm Smith & Weston handgun without a license. So basically, what they're doing is they were pulling everybody over if you had a weapon and if you didn't have a Massachusetts state uh, permit. Next thing you know, they're arresting you and they're blaming it on the motorcycle club, which is freaking foolish off of some charges like this, if you ask me. Anyway, Matthew Miles, 41, a McMinneville, Tennessee, was charged with unlawful carry of a loaded firearm, unlawful possession of ammunition, a possession of a Class A substance, Pedro Tapia, 51, a Murph. Freesboro, Tennessee, was charged with improper storage of a firearm. There you go, improper storage. Matthew Bellingham, 43, of Connecticut, was charged with unlawful carry of a loaded firearm, unlawful possession of ammunition, and possession of a large-capacity feeding device. Yes, you can only have so many shots in a gun in these type of states. Uh, Edward Manhan, 61, of uh, Vermont, was arrested charged with unlawful carry of a firearm and possession of ammunition and Margaret Cahill of Westmont was charged with two counts each of unlawful carrying of a loaded firearm unlawful possession of a loaded firearm and unlawful possession of an ammunition. All five people are expected to be arraigned in the Brockton District Court next week. Now the reporting on this you have the title five t with ties to the outlaws and then it later on it says they're members or they might not be members so the information here is nothing but leo stuff and you can tell that right away by reading the article so sad man that media cannot do their job and get it right all they're doing is putting something sensational in the headlines and they can't back it up it's just ridiculous anyway to some more interesting news everybody knows what a segue is you know in the cities you get on the little things they look like a hoverboard well they are making their melee into the electric motorcycle market they have one that does six or zero to 60 in 2.9 seconds and it is a rocket as you can tell uh it's a bad looking bike if you ask me for an electric bike and i really figure that you know, I've been talking about it, talking about it. If you go over on hooliganbiker.com, you'll see a ton of stories about this electric, you know, how can I say it? This electric push towards electric motorcycles because the manufacturers really think that this is the wave to the future and that could save it uh, from destruction because right now the sales are just horrible for a lot of these motorcycle companies, especially Harley Davidson. But let's read this one, and this is out of autoblog.com. Segway is cool now. Yes, Segway is cool now. And the longtime mall cop transportation brand is going to cement its new reputation at the Consumer Electrics Show this year. Talking about shows, we will be covering the Progressive International Motorcycle Show in Rosemont, I believe, that Saturday, February 8th. We pick up our press passes and get in there. We're going to have all kinds of good stuff for you guys. And we're also going to be having, uh, this week, we're going to be interviewing a dealership 
uh, about some uh, Harley's triumphs, all kinds of good stuff. Anyway, the company has revealed plans to show off a new electric bike called the Apex in Las Vegas. If you guys are going to be at uh, Las Vegas at this show, man, snap some pictures for us. And it's going to be fast. The headline numbers indicate a 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds and a top speed of 125 miles per hour. You know, that's one thing about the electrics, man. They fly. I think if they solve the battery issue with electronic uh, motorcycles, you might well be on your way to uh, taking over the gas market. But you got to get a big charge out of these things. If they can get it to around 450 miles on a charge, yeah, you're right in the uh, baseball park, as they would say, of getting this uh, picked up by a wider audience. You may be wondering how Segway has gone from mall transportation to sports bikes in such a short time. Thank Ninebot, Segway's Chinese owner since 2015, we've written about an electric Segway drift cart, self-balancing skates, and new electric scooters, and then there's even more. So, you know, they're seeing the market for electric uh, products. I, you know, I laughed earlier, they brought up that thing about the mall. All cops, that was funny stuff. We're not sure if there's any, uh, we're not sure if it's uh, any of this new product can successfully transform Segway into an enthusiast brand, but cool products like the Abex bike sure do help a lot. Uh, it is a good looking bike. Uh, details are sparse, but uh, Segway did release a video of the bike uh, motoring around a racetrack last year. The rider isn't exactly giving it the full beans, but we can get the chance to hear it and whine along. You know, that was one of the things. <laughs> there's a picture to segue if you're on YouTube. Uh, that's one of the things about about Livewire is that distinct sound. A lot of people say it's like a jet engine. While we're at this dealership, we're going to ask them to, you know, start her up so we can hear it. You guys can hear it the whole nine yards. Uh, the S-Pod, that was a rolling chair. It can travel up to speeds of 24. Uh, but we're mostly interested in motorcycles. So this is the wave of the future, guys. Like it or not, you old-timers, I know the kids, uh, 20, you know, probably you know, 18, uh, 25, they're really into this stuff. So now they're putting it into a sports bike model and it might just take off so there you guys have it what do you think about the stories in today's uh news leave your comments in the show notes or at the comment section over on youtube our channel over there we're gonna start putting a lot of all in it man we're gonna be doing a lot of fun stuff this year we want to thank everybody for the donations just picked up a cinematic camera video camera and you're gonna get a hell of a lot of good videos coming out of that one we're gonna be doing a lot of production stuff we're gonna be doing a lot of documentary type of stuff all that has to do with everything biker that's what we're going to be doing with that camera uh we also picked up a digital slr for our instagram we're going to be doing a lot of videos over on the instagram tv you know short ones 10 minutes or under that's all they let you have over there so we're going to be over there if you haven't hit us on instagram get over there you'll get a lot of behind the scenes uh photos like i said uh, the videos on different subjects we will also get uh behind the scenes of uh you know 
daily life, if you will. But anyway, uh, don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button if you would like to donate to the show to keep help us get going and keep moving up the chain. You can do so with the PayPal link in the blue comment section. With that, I will talk to you guys later. You guys have a good day. Hey.